Oh, hi, Dane. Oh, hey, buddy. How's it going, buddy? You know, it's uh, hanging, hanging. It's going. It's it going. going. Hi, everybody. Hey, Welcome to Failure Made Monsters. Dane, it's great to see you. I am Santino the Misfit, and this is my co-host, cohort, and compatriot. Dane Alexander, but you can call me the great for short, though. Sorry, I was... Indeed, indeed you can. I'm wiggling with you. Uh, <laughs> this is the show where we touch on uh, all the topics. All of them. Uh, porn stars to politics to profits from Bitcoin. Ooh, sounds yes. like somebody's got some on his mind. I I don't know. Probably maybe we'll just talk about <laughs> potatoes instead. Specifically gendered ones. We'll get into it. You know, it's gonna be a thing. It's gonna be a whole thing, guys. But we also have guests. We have guests tonight. Can you believe that people are willing to come on this show and talk to us? Us, Dane, of all people. I, I wouldn't thinking. <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> Crazy people. But I'm very excited. We have uh, a uh, what, very, very longtime friend of mine, a uh, very, very dear friend of mine, uh, Mr. Andrew Plotkin. And then Potty McPlatterson. Potty McPlatterson. And another That's friend and young lady that I've known for, uh, for a bit now um, who is also a, a rare disease advocate. She's here to talk about her experiences with Nord and her own uh, battle with rare diseases. It's Jen Roman. So she'll be our first guest up tonight. For a little Hi, quick segment, where we're gonna uh, we're gonna illuminate you. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna illuminate you. Um, if you are watching this show and you're here for Jen, and you've never seen the show before, earmuffs for all the kids and sensitive ones in the room. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that now, and if you're here for Plotkin, yeah. Fucking welcome. <laughs> Let's cue the music. Represent the lobby, not the people. For four years in a single. The bottom line is the bottom line. They represent the full, not the hungry. The Every fucking time. Yo, P.S. It's just going to be the thing. About, you want to talk about billions and billions. Did you know that during a typical MLB season, approximately 200,000 baseballs are used? Snapple. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Did you know that when the original Mr. Potato Head came out in 1952, uh, it only came with accessories and was used on an actual potato? Wait, what? Oh, th there was no body? There was no body, no shell. That's they added dumb. that later. So you want to come up with mind-blowing facts. I didn't I know that. You. Maybe like a little Mr. Potato Head dick? Accessorize the spud, sir. The spud. <laughs> we're going yeah. to give you a dick and balls for your, for your potato. Essentially, essentially, and then, and then in seventy years from now, everyone's gonna lose their shit because you renamed the brand, not the characters, the brand. Well, they, so okay, so can let's, we? Let's do it. Yeah. So let's I don't do know what they what they actually did. I, I know you okay. mentioned it, no, but I don't well, know what what, they, what changed. Nothing of real okay. consequence to anybody. Um, for those of you who haven't been paying attention, Hasbro, the company that owns um, uh, Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head and the whole Potato Head family. Um, decided a while back uh, that they were going to rename the overarching brand of Mr. Potato Head, which was the original product, to just Potato Head. Because if you <laughs> paid attention to Potato Heads, they're like Funko Pops, sort of. Like, there's a Mr. Potato Head, there's a Mrs. Potato Head, yeah. but there's also Marvel Potato Heads, like an Iron Man Potato I Head. And whatnot. That, okay. so, so the Mr. Potato Head thing was just dropping it and making it gender neutral because it's a fucking brand. It's not Mr. Yeah. Funko Pop. You know what right. I mean? Like it could right. be, but they just decided, hey, this makes more sense. Uh, right. And to just be, I, you know, like everyone else, more gender inclusive, which I think is fantastic. 
Um, and then, of yeah. course, you have people like Matt Gates saying, what do I have here? Quote, Mr. Potato Head now apparently has to go by Potato X. And the whole point of Mr. Potato Head is that you can move the parts around. He was America's first transgender doll, and even he got canceled. Shut the fuck up. What? Quote That's from Matt dumb. Gates. That's some a bunch of people voted for that motherfucker. He's That's he holds office. Stupid. That's petty. That's where we're petty. at in the United States of America. First, first off, first off, no one canceled nobody. That's yeah. not how this went down. The company made a conscious decision. Speaking of companies making conscious decisions, <laughs> checking off, Dr. Seuss did not get yeah, about canceled. A handful of books got pulled from publication out of the myriad of books that Dr. Seuss has available yeah. many, many decades after the fact because they included incredibly racist stereotypes. Soup. Did you see them? I saw the did the Asian one. I was like, damn. Dude. So the Asian one, and Damn. then there's like there was like a one where where is a picture of like people who are supposed to be in Africa, and like the the I guess the African tribal people were portrayed in like this very. It's like you can't even you can't even confuse it and be like, oh no, that's not what it meant. Yeah, it was clearly some racist shit. But uh, you know, again, it, it just at least a, a harsh thing. stereotype, right? In uh, of what people expect, and not a real one, but just based right. on based on. And this is the thing: people are like, oh, well, it's just you know, there's. These were the stereotypes at the time, and this, and that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Where do you think they came from? They were portrayed by the media like this, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the games and, and shit that people are playing here with this nonsense. <clears throat> and third off, Mr. Dane Alexander the Great. Yes. The third thing that I, I'm, I'm just that people are jumping on now too is that apparently Disney is canceling a bunch of beloved cartoons. Did you hear I about didn't know that, that one? No. Yeah. So let's say Disney pulled Peter Pan, Dumbo, Aristocats, uh, among Wait. others. Dumbo? Hold on, but wait, wait, wait. Here's what actually happened. So see how it sounds really sinister. Yeah, when you say yeah, it like that. yeah. Yeah. Here's what actually happened, right? They removed them from being accessible from children's profiles on Disney Plus. That's what they did. So well, if you're an adult and you have access to Disney Plus, you still have access with a disclaimer at the beginning of these cartoons because if you watch some of them and you look the crows. at some of them, the crows, the crows, and the, crows. dude, the manager's name was Jim Crow. Bro, those crows. Hold on, hold in on, one of these what? fucking in one of these fucking cartoons, and the Asian cat, the Siamese cat, in um, we are Siamese, if you please. Yeah, playing piano with the fucking chopsticks and shit and all that. Like, all right, I get it. Here's the thing. Right now. The fact that they actually acknowledge that, big yo, big up fucking fucking Disney. Here's why: every every black person that that came out around that that era where where Dumbo was like a movie, everybody knew the crows were fucking racist as shit. Like the yeah. whole, it's always been like a, a subtly running fucking commentary. Like you know those crows are racist as fuck. Like that's some, that's some fucked up shit. Like, it's not even subtle. <laughs> so and so when you said that, like now here's the thing. But wait, I got I got I have a personal stake in this because first. I movie, wonder why. First movie I ever, what I remember watching as a teeny tiny dang, person. Dang, dang, there's children watching. Easy. No, first first movie I ever remember watching, and first movie I ever remember crying watching was Dumbo. Right, because when they, when they when his mom is holding the trunks and shit, and I'm like, like, yeah, Bambi, bro, uh, yeah. never ending story. So, so when yeah. you said that, I was like, no, you can't, you can't fuck with Dumbo. But I'm like, wait a minute, yeah, you can, because that's the thing. During that time, like a lot of shit, Looney Tunes. I was I was talking about it last week, where I'm like, a lot of this shit is kind of like nowadays that shit shouldn't really fly. So uh, yeah. kudos to him for like going back and fucking trying I, to. I agree, it. and it's not like again this this whole it's. <sighs> 
Not to get overly political about this, because we do have a problem with cancel culture on both sides. Yeah, that is a thousand percent true. I uh, oh, sir, I, I don't, I don't even know if I want to get into it this okay. week. Um, okay, yeah, but, but the, um, well, because like there's a lot of valid points and a lot. Uh, there's this this that's is nuance to it, right? There's fucking yeah. nuance to it, and that's and this is what I'm saying. So. Overall, my point here is people are oversimplifying complicated situations yeah. and then trying to spin them uh, to further fuel a false narrative for political yeah. reasons. One thousand percent, like Matt Gates, like everyone who talked at CPAC and Ted Cruz and these motherfuckers who, who just kind of want to, you know, make the left seem like we're coming over, coming after all of your your treasured possessions and all your nostalgia. And the next thing you know, Tommy Pickles is going to be fucking shot for some reason we can't think of yet. Like it's just where we're at, right? They're trying to make it seem like we're coming after your shit. We're going to let all the immigrants in and take your jobs. We're going to come and take all your guns. We're going to, we're going to bankrupt the entire country. We're going to make everything cost too much. So you can't go out and like, Right. I don't know, buy porn DVDs. Is that what people do these days? The fuck? I don't know what everyone's so bent out of shape about raising the fucking minimum wage for because no one can go wow. anywhere. Oh, like how has it not been? I was just talking to, to the homie, the homie rock yesterday, like about that. Like, how has it not been raised yet? You know how much inflation has happened since like minimum it's, wage it's was top two was it 2007, 2009? It has not gone up anymore. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's so can't nobody live off that shit. No, but the cost <laughs> of living keeps going up, and people yep. people make the argument that. Uh, well, maybe it shouldn't be like a, a fixed static figure federally, right? So $15, it shouldn't be across the whole country because obviously you can't live on $15 a, uh, an hour and live in like Manhattan or right. most, you know, with some of these bigger cities and stuff where they think that all the legislation is coming from. Just right. bullshit. Even Florida voted heavily in favor of a $15 minimum wage. But $15 minimum wage is but that that would just be the bar, right? That wouldn't be like that's no, what that'd, they be the have bare, to, that'd be the minimum, yeah, yeah. the so literal fucking, minimum wage. Yeah, right, the only right. exceptions, I guess, being uh, unless they modified, I guess, I know, um, like servers and stuff, people working in the restaurant industry have a different figure in some cases because they get tips. I don't know. Hold the fuck up, hold up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I gotta do this because somebody just jumped in the chat and uh, Tim Caro. Is in the fucking chat right now, and he said, "What is minimum wage, y'all?" And the reason he said such a dickhead comment: one, Tim Carroll, I've known him since fucking high school, and he's in Chicago, and that's yo, what up, Tim? What up, motherfucker? Sorry, it just kind of knocked me off a little. I'll you good? A little bit. You good? You're gonna be home tomorrow. Yeah, that's that's why. That's probably why. Flying out to Chicago yeah. to shoot a music video. I am flying out to Chicago to shoot a music video. Hey, shout out. Shout Chicago. out to everyone in Chicago. Everyone in Chicago watching, yes. Last weekend. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, it's fucking, I don't know if you saw. Oh, my they God. Voted, um, they voted on the minimum wage day as part of a, part of the shit trying to get pushed through the Senate that already made it through the House. And it's so, still, don't wrong. So like, it's, all it's, Republicans voted against it. So it's probably going to get kicked out at the Senate then? Is what it already, so it already it already got voted down. Um, but yes. here's the thing that, that really got me is eight Democrats voted against as well. <laughs> of course. Course. Eight fucking Democrats. So I'm like, well, maybe they're, they're upset with the vehicle uh, that this is, you know, lodged in with other shit, which happens all the time uh, in Congress. But this is like one of those, to me, it's like a no-brainer thing, right? Isn't this like yeah. the most, speaking, actually, funny, I just said that, um, one of the eight, and I didn't even mean to do that, one of the eight uh, Democrats who voted it down was, what was her name? Cinema. Cinema, Kristen, uh, Kristen, Cinema, uh, Senator from Arizona. I know. Cinema, <laughs> that was nice. Cinema, Cinema. Oh, your brain Cinema. actually get it. Everything the land touches. Sorry, the land touches. <laughs> Cinema. 
Um, no, she uh, she voted down uh, against it, even though she literally called it in a tweet, like, I don't know if it was 10 years ago or seven years ago, some shit, but there's like a tweet going around of her saying voting for a minimum wage of, right. of like $15 years ago is a no-brainer. And then she voted against it and walked up onto the fucking, onto the Senate chamber floor and did it like in her Lululemon bag and her little skirt and shit, whatever the fuck, and just did one of these. And then like curtsied and walked the fuck out like... I have no, no idea. I have no idea what the fuck that was about, but I say everybody, everybody fucking strike. It's the dude, you know what? It's the one thing I will always give Republicans credit for for a, a couple of things. One is being a full on like unified team 99% of the time. I was gonna say something else and I helped. Do you watch do you watch it's always you've never seen it's always sunny in Philadelphia, have you? No. I've, I've seen a handful of episodes. But. There's this one where Charlie Charlie's like, yeah, uh, they were like trying to tell him what to say he was to get through a, a like a blind date, and they're like, you're you're a philanthropist, and he's like, he's he's like, yeah, I'm a I'm a cool. full on rapist. <laughs> I have like, seen I've seen that. He's like, what? Like, yeah, I'm a full, I'm a full on rapist. Right. Sorry, I had to do like, that. Uh, yeah. That's like the the celebrity Jeopardy joke. I'll take yeah. the rapist for five hundred, Alex. <laughs> that's therapist. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to do that. That was juvenile. I don't care. Whatever. Hey, you're, you're, Let's do you're good. This. You're good. Here, here we are. Rape jokes. Jen, I bet you can't wait to come on. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> speaking of people getting oh, canceled, everybody, everybody. Everywhere. No, uh, the second thing I will say to the GOP does and has done very well for a long time is messaging. They just seem yes. to get their messaging out. Everyone sticks to a talking point. You hear the same people saying the same shit across the media, across uh, across the House, the Senate, and if uh, hell forbid they're uh, still in the White House, it's the same. It's the same shit. It's just the same yeah. talking points and stuff. And for some reason, Democrats can never get on the same page. I think it's largely because Democrats are actually two parties, and it's centrists slash Republican yeah. establishment Democrats, liberal, and then liberal, uh, and then progressives. You know. Yeah. And, that's the that's the problem. And Republicans used to have that issue when you had the Tea Party, and then you had like the Mitt Romneys and the John McCain's, who were actual like conservative Republicans, like Republican. What does Bill Maher call them? Republican classic. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and you don't you don't really have that. I feel like so many of them have either just said fuck it, if I want to stay in politics, I'm going to do whatever you whatever you tell me to do. And then you got guys like uh, you know Marjorie Taylor Greene and um, uh, Holly, who yeah. Fucking blows my mind. That guy's a thing, and then Gates, obviously. Um, I will say, uh, I, I'm uh, not to hard fucking whatever. I saw the the note that you put in about uh, uh, Amazon, also about the union. Well, yeah, while we're talking about minimum wage, because yeah. aren't they like pissing in bottles and shit at, on the? You know, they, somebody I, I saw on a on one report that they have to touch a package <laughs> every eight seconds. Every eight seconds, I like. See- <laughs> a lot of people in LA who work here can, can empathize. So, so yeah, and and like, or or they get docked, or they get fucking you know written up or whatever. And that's a lot of the reason why they're trying to unionize and what and why one of the biggest fucking most wealthiest corporations in the fucking world galaxy ever is trying to tell them not to do that and be yeah. like shut the fuck up, piss at your desk, piss yeah. on the line. It's it's crazy, dude. And then you have you know the people who are claiming to be the party of the working people, which is the GOP. They're literally shouting it at CPAC from on top of their giant Nazi symbol stage, which was a whole other thing. I don't even need to get into. Um, look that up, though. That's not. I'm not making that up. 
Um, but they're put, they're making these claims and shit. But then when it comes to like, hey, like you you know workers want to unionize, uh, they're dead silent. And it's and then it's the classic dudes who've been saying it forever, like you know Bernie and shit, yeah. who are full on out there supporting uh, workers unionizing the whole time, fairly and getting treated fairly at work and shit, not getting two thirty minute breaks the entire day while Dude, you know two thirty minute breaks your whole day. Yeah, dude, and, and like, you. And it, and it, there's other other industries too that have like it's not Amazon's one of the one of the big offenders, but like all yeah. the meat processing ones too. I don't yeah. know if you saw John Oliver did the whole expose on that. I saw that. I, I, I saw that a while ago because that I read up on it when they had that big outbreak of COVID um, earlier in 2000. Yeah, that they tried to deny right or some shit like that, yeah, or they, they gave them like fifteen hundred bucks or some shit. It's wild, dude. It's wild. Yeah. These people just getting fucking sick and and hurt and injured, and and people are people are left. Oh shit! Um, hold on. Mariah said she she worked at Amazon for a year and a half. The conditions are horrible, and no, it's fifteen minutes break, minute breaks. What? Fuck geez, you! No, no. Right, well, real quick, uh, I feel like this this is a good segue about <clears throat> people who are um, overlooked. Yes. Uh, but before I bring in our first guest, Jen Roman, who's here to talk about um, rare diseases and the organization she's an advocate for called NOR, the National Organization of Rare Diseases, I want to remind everybody that right now, if you are on Facebook, um, please oh, yeah. head on over to our YouTube, which is Mainstream Misfits, or follow Santi the Misfit or Dane the Great on Twitch. You can find all those links at failuremainmonsters.com. Uh, the broadcast will continue. Watch the full episode there. But uh, if it cuts off and you're on Facebook, that's why. That's All right, so let's, uh, Twitch. yeah, Twitch. So follow uh, failure Head on over to failure for the links, and yeah, YouTube, Twitch, blah 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 blah. Let's bring in Jen Roman. Jen, hey, how Jen. are you, darling? What's up, buddy? Hey, hey how you good doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Very I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. So um, I'm kind of waiting for this to... one. Say again. She said she's been kind of waiting for this one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. A good one. It's gonna be a good one. Um, so I, I, I see we might be on a little bit of a delay, but I'll let you. So I'll let you do most of the talking, which is good because everyone's sick of listening to me yammer on. Um, so I wanted, you, uh, <laughs> I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you, Jen. So you are an advocate for rare diseases. Obviously, this is something uh, personal to you. And as I mentioned yeah. earlier in your in introduction, you're an advocate for NORD, the National Organization of Rare Diseases. Uh, I guess the first thing is, could you give everybody who's watching right now a little bit of your backstory and let us know why you got... Because um, obviously, I know a bit of this. We've known each other for a little while now. Um, and I've uh, watched you go through a, a fair amount, to put it to put it mildly. Um, but if you could just let everybody know uh, what's your... Um, What's your, what's your dog in the fight? All right. So my dog in the fight, as it were. Basically, uh, five years ago, uh, in 2016, I was working full-time as an EMT and absolutely loving it. And one day on the job, I suddenly went completely blind. Um, I called my mom because that's the first thing you do. <laughs> and uh, basically, I went to the ophthalmologist. They found out that um, I had papilledema, which is basically where my optic nerves were just completely swollen. They had me go to the hospital. And from there, basically, it was a misdiagnosis, a spinal tap, a helicopter ride. That part was cool. And then a very mm. lengthy hospital stay later, I was diagnosed with idiopathic intracranial hypertension. And um, unfortunately, there's like a huge stigma with that condition. Um, What's the stigma? It's mainly basically, it's that most doctors, due to very archaic and outdated research, believe that 
the only people that are impacted by this condition are women of childbearing age who are morbidly obese. I was a physically fit firefighter, so I can honestly say that was not the case. <laughs> that is not accurate. So, yeah. So essentially, it really delayed me getting treatment, and it made it really, really difficult to get doctors to take me seriously. And um, they were doing basically therapeutic spinal taps, like just so we understand like what idiopathic intracranial hypertension is. Um, it's my body's inability to drain cerebrospinal fluid um, at the rate that it produces it. So it's basically this overproduction. And um, so cerebrospinal fluid, that's the clear water-like substance that cushions our brain and our spinal cord. It protects us from injuries, but too much of it is a really bad thing. And um, unfortunately, that, that is my case. So uh, we ended up going to Johns Hopkins and they actually have a cerebrospinal fluid disorders clinic where they can actually take care of that. And we tried clinical trials, we did stents, and then I had just shunt surgery after shunt surgery. And we had kind of hoped I remember that seeing eventually- wait, wait, wait. What's, what's, what's shunt surgery? Okay, Wrong. so basically I have a <laughs> ventriculoperitoneal shunt. Um, basically that means Watch your I mouth. have a- <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me that. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> so basically, it's a catheter and valve that is actually inserted into the ventricles of my brain and actually drains the fluid down. It passes through my clavicle and it actually deposits the fluid into my stomach to dissolve naturally. That way, wow. there's no excess buildup and it keeps pulling fluid off now. One of the biggest issues that we've had is that there's many different kinds of shunt valves. Mm. And they are also very outdated, and they tend to fail a lot. And Which that was one of the surgery things. every time. Yes, and, and honestly, that's what bring ten, ten. Go, yep, that's insane. Oh, shit, <laughs> yeah. I was rocking the side. What up, for a while. <laughs> what up, you fucking G? God she's damn. A beast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I will never. Badass, not gonna lie. I will never. Uh, no I will here. Never bitch. I will never bitch again about all my surgeries and whatever the fuck. I will never. No, not that's a. You're up there. You're you, that's a that's a that's a that's a exclusive club you're in. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I there can are honestly... what, less than two hundred thousand mm -hmm. people club. Yep. Yeah, it's the less according, than according to you when I learned before we went on air. I didn't know that already. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> yeah. No, and basically, um, so rare diseases are actually not that rare at all. Um, there's mm -hmm. actually over, I want to say, 68,000. And um, currently in the United States, they're impacting around 30 to 25 million. Um, and oh. worldwide, 300 million. Wow. Shit. So in their own categorical subsets, you know, they're they're considered rare, but together it's actually many. And uh, that makes up a large amount of people being overlooked. So what does yeah. Nord do? Do they like like do they allocate funds? Is it just for awareness? Like what does their umbrella do, I guess? So Nord is basically one of the um mainstream in the United States for um advocating for these uh for the conditions basically okay. we have state I, sorry, I, I just i just thought that was when uh, whenever i mentioned anime or anything i like that's what dane would yell at me in the peter griffin voice <laughs> <laughs> sorry i had to yeah that's pretty good no i love it I, that actually that, that'd be kind of great as a joke that's kind of great but uh <laughs> <have> essentially <laughs> 
But yeah, so basically we have like our state ambassadors and we get involved with uh, rare disease coalitions. Um, we're trying to set up an RDAC in the state of New Jersey, which is basically where they're going to take patients, doctors, um, any kind of scientists, bioengineers, and uh, basically they come together and make legislative differences for people like me who are overlooked. And um, Nord actually gave me a voice in a time when I was feeling pretty pretty alone, pretty isolated. Um, it's very difficult to relate to anyone when you're in this situation because, you know, I was 22 years old uh, when I first was diagnosed. It was like the shittiest time to be diagnosed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone's like, oh, Jen, come party. Oh, Jen, come do this. Come drink, come do that. I'm like, I can't do that. I have to shut. Like, I, it's like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. You know, so basically finding Nord as well as um, other patient advocacy groups that really set me up with an opportunity uh, to use my voice alongside others. And um, we've been doing a lot of amazing work together and we just finished up Rare Across America Week, which has been really great. I did that through uh, the Rare Disease uh, Legislative <clears throat> Associates. <laughs> and um, yeah, RDLA, they're really cool. And uh, basically, we got together, we did some senator meetings, some congressional meetings, and um, we've discovered did you take that there Nancy are a Pelosi's lot. Podium? No. Um, <laughs> no. They're handing them out in the, in the souvenir shop. I will say this, not, not a comparison by any stretch of the imagination, but I will say there's something very, very... So, so I actually have Coates disease, which took me a whole journey to figure out and there's something there's something really touching about something being in place to help people that are going through that like i don't know what this is or i just found out what this is and i don't think anybody else really has it and i don't know what i'm gonna that 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 uneasiness that that anxiety that comes with just having something that yo th we don't know a lot about this cool sweet like having somewhere to be able to go like that nothing like that existed when when I was diagnosed, I was around, I think I was like 23, something like that. So nothing like that existed. It was just like, yeah, cry and bear it. So really fucking awesome that 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 there's something out there that's actually making headway. Agreed. And uh, in, uh, in, in bringing awareness. And Jen knows, and her and I have talked about it a bunch. I've had stomach problems my entire life. And anyone who's known me, like our next guest, Mr. Andrew Plotkin, my former tour manager, had to... Plotty uh, McPlotterson. Plotty McPlot Plot. Um, he's, he's well aware of how far back my, uh, my stomach issues go and they, and they remain uh, largely undiagnosed after multiple scopes and yeah. cameras and drugs and Same here, man. tests. Yeah, your, your gut's gross. My shit's all fucked up, dude. So it's been a, it's been a thing. Your gut's and nuts. <laughs> my balls are jacked up, son. <laughs> no. <laughs> we gotta, I just drank a whole two liter of Mountain Dew. <laughs> ready to go extreme <laughs> oh shit so, I, uh, so I, I'm, I'm with dane on that it's um you know when oh, you aria look, aria said santino is always broken with his tummy oh, whatever it's fucking true also <laughs> screw you aria <laughs> <laughs> love Here's you the crazy thing this is the really really crazy thing though rare diseases are about to be even less rare and do you know why why Please because of COVID-19, actually. One of the mm. things that we found out while we were going through and getting prepared for our meetings is that uh, 
basically the plan of a lot of the legislative things we were bringing to the table was like uh, establishing a rare disease center of excellence. We needed to basically find an argument as to why we should spend this money and, you know, make it bipartisan and whatever. Uh, but essentially, COVID-19, one of the worst things it actually causes is myocarditis. So that's inflammation of your heart. And uh, right. that's been very, very prevalent. And unfortunately, with the rate that we're going, with things not slowing down, and with still having so many issues, and everyone's like, oh, let's be a long-term effect after initial yeah. healing. Mm -hmm. So, like, literally, if we don't get a lot of the funding that we're requesting from mm -hmm. our senators we're going to be screwed because these are going to be yeah. conditions that people are going to have. Like, and it, it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat, it doesn't matter if you're a Republican, like you're still yeah. going to have a condition still going. Don't to be, don't be fucking surprised if nothing is done. God damn it. Yeah. Wow. Glass half. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no. And this, this is what I'm getting at. Don't be fucking surprised. But but damn, Dane, you had to just <laughs> had to just dig in and not let me finish. Say, don't be fucking surprised if no one, like if anyone's doing this shit, because we have to expect it, because then we have yeah. to put on excess pressure. Yeah. Okay. You just All do, right. and that goes and that goes with most yeah, things yeah. that are should seem like no brainers to bring it back. You know what I mean? Hey. Uh, having access to <laughs> ah, you fucking dick. Hi, you. Just having access to healthcare in general, and and um and and some people actually paying attention to the various ailments instead of, in, instead of just brushing things aside and throwing uh, generalized treatments at people for specific ailments. Uh, like the overuse of antibiotics for things and other. Right. Yes. Oh my God, dude. It's yeah, it's, it's it, because these things in turn cause other problems that don't get addressed either. Right. They I just have, keep, I have some for a that. Perpetual cycle. It's a big problem. So Literally one of the biggest issues that we had was doctors. There's this fail first law in the state of New Jersey where essentially insurance companies refuse to cover your treatment if in the event you don't fail off of a of, off of a uh, specific medication first. Like there is a series you Whoa. must go in in order to qualify for treatment. For me, I was That's going so blind. Yeah, and they were like, oh, hey, take Diamox. Hey, take Topamax. Hey, take Lasix. And then yeah. basically, oh. you know, all this time later, my kidneys are shot and we wonder why. Yeah. Right. Fuck. That's so fucked up. Whew. Well, I uh I want to uh I want to ask you one last question before you go and that's Sure. Now that people, for everyone in the chat who and and who's watching this either um either live or or after the fact or listening. Hi. Um, what, hi, <laughs> this is Jen Roman, and she's a badass. Um, but True. we wanted to know what can other people do to help in your uh, to help in in your fight against. I I, I, tr I was trying to think of another way to say it because it sounds kind of like you know cookie cutter and shit, but it really is fighting yeah. against the powers that be here for shit that just should be like. Common sense stuff. Like yeah. let's 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 look after this. Let's allocate the funds properly for for people who need it. There are people. Um, but okay. that being said, what do you think is a good way for people who aren't involved and don't know enough about? It? Is there a website you recommend somewhere they can donate? Uh, some other way that they can be an advocate? There's a couple different places. There's a couple different places. Um, so, firstly, definitely visit the National Organization of Rare Diseases. Uh, they have things set up in every single state so you can get involved. 
Because statistically, everyone knows at least one person with a condition. So whether you're going as the person who has the rare condition or you're going as a caregiver and you're just trying to support, you know, you can definitely start there. Um, if you are a young adult with a rare condition, I highly recommend checking out our Odyssey, which I just joined recently. Uh, they provide year-round support for young adults, which usually you don't actually see uh, in the rare disease community. Usually we have events that are like spread out like in the very, very beginning of the year and then the very end of the year. And, you know, like there's a lot of overlap. Um, also, I would highly recommend checking in on the people that you know that have rare conditions. You know, like, especially during the pandemic, like. Jen. Keep in, yeah. Jen. Yeah, like keep in mind. What? Jen, how you doing? Hey, Jen. Hey, Jen. Jen. You good? Hey, Jen. Hey, Jen. How's your pain? How you doing? You good? Hey, hold, on. hold on. Hey, Jen. How's your pain? How's your pain we're checking in on you. Zero, look, zero couth. Just none. What's no, up? How's that, how's, that, how's that fluid in your head? How's that? And is that, um, is it, yeah, right. N -O, is it NORD.org or something like that? Yeah, NORD. Yep. All right. 100%. So let's double check that. Can you put links in the thing, by the way? I'm, you know, teeners, can you do some fucking work? I'm working on it. <laughs> trying to find the address here. It's not that one. National. Hang on. We're organized, guys. <laughs> so serious question though jen <clears throat> rarediseases.org what in rarediseases.org i've copied that and pasted it into the chat so if anybody wants to hop on over there um this is the oh, yeah, uh, group that uh miss jen roman here is an advocate for uh clearly awesome. with good reason um jen is there anything you want to leave us with yeah before we change um, gears completely <laughs> words of words of wisdom or words of wisdom don't be a dick to disabled people. Fuck yeah. Can that, that be is, the name of the episode? Don't be a Just dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Look, don't be a cunt. Don't be a punk. Don't, don't be a Don't be a shunt. <laughs> All right, well, Jen, yes, thank you so don't much. Don't be a shunt. Don't, don't be, be a shunt. You piece of shunt. <laughs> you piece of shunt. <laughs> love it. Jen, love we love you. Appreciate you. you very much. Keep being a badass. And thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, if you, you want, stick around and, uh, and uh, join us in the chat, okay? Sounds like a plan. All right, talk to you soon. Ten nudes. Wait. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, that was <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you not hear no. that? Good. What? <laughs> Nothing. You it's, probably, it's probably super inappropriate. I should have said it. That checks out. Did yep. you? No. Maybe if with any luck, I talked over it and no one will read no. your lips. Somebody read his I lips for me. So. <laughs> All right. Aria, Aria heard it. Aria hears everything. <laughs> Dane, behave. hey Aria, how you doing? It must have been hey, bad. Dane, yes, behave. I will. No, I'm just not kidding. I will not All right, let's bring in our next guest, a long time, very dear personal friend of mine, uh, a, uh, a a a a real mensch, as one might yeah. say. Um, my uh, I just my found old out that's a good thing, by the way. What's that? I just found out that's a good thing, by the way. I didn't know that a mensch was like a good. It sounds like a fucking insult. Don't mensch in it. Yeah. Oh, Let's bring in Andrew Plotkin, Mr. Plot, Plot, Plotty McPlotterson. <laughs> You're such a douche. Oh, no. His mic, his mic isn't connected. His headphones aren't connected and no one can hear him. What? I can't no hear you. No one can hear you. Undo the, you muted he's yourself. A, he's doing a thing. No. Nope. AirPods are disconnected. Nope. You were right. There he is. Hey. I did mute myself. You were right. It's all good. You know, like I was so, saying earlier, technology, uh, I texted Santino earlier, hey, 
can you post a face? Can I put a Facebook post on Instagram? That's uh, true. Like, how do you do that? So I told I you what, what you want to do is you want to go to the nearest Kinko's. You take your you take your phone, you hook it up to the nearest fax machine, and all you got to do put the fucking press the the numbers for the wherever you wanted to go. Boom, bang, bing, oh. it's there. What do I do with my carrier pigeon though? I bought like <laughs> I, I bought one. It was Fuck you both. <laughs> See right here, plot right, right here. Uh, all right, so real quick, let's give let's give uh, everybody watching for those of you who aren't familiar um, with Mr. Andrew Plotkin here. Uh, Plotkin and I go back. How long has it been? Uh, 2011. January. <laughs> this is like one of the things. January twenty first, twenty eleven, in front of Tammany Hall. That's Damn. the first time we met. Yep. Damn. Or maybe that's our Facebook anniversary. But we definitely met in front of Tammany Hall. I might be combining two things. It's entirely possible. Shout out Tammany Hall and Dave Delzio. What's uh, Tammany Hall? Tim Thirty Seven. Oh, uh, the it Lower East. It, it was a venue on the Lower East Side where oh, we yeah. did a lot of shows. A lot, in of, early a lot days. of there and stuff too. Um, okay. I, Gotham Rock. Shout out. I think I did the Trevor Project. Um, the Trevor. Uh, yeah, okay. Tim. De- oh, Tim Number Thirty Seven. Shout. Yeah. Which uh, actually our brand fucking fantastic donates to because Tim introduced me to them uh, many nice. years ago. So which is awesome. Um, yeah. So if you get a chance, look up the Trevor Project uh, Advocates for LGBT. Hi Rollo. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know Rollo. Rollo. Um, oh, hey, what up, Rollo? Shit. Oh, Rollo. Yo, what up, man? Rollo. <laughs> so, yo, what up, man? <laughs> Rollo. For those you don't know, and you may hear us say his name often, uh, and Aria as well. Rollo. Hello to your family as well. Rollo is a, an old OG. Oh, Aria, I just said and Aria was on tour with us as well. Aria um, was the our first tour I ever went on. Merch machine. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, the first tour I ever went on, my first attempt at tour managing. And I think I was amazed that on the last day of tour, I was able to get Tom, you and Tommy and Peter to stay quiet like long enough for like, I think it was I got about four minutes of logistics in. Wait, bullshit. How'd you fucking do it? Hold on. I don't fucking believe you. He said we had to talk business. Oh yeah. fuck you! And That's you know that I mentioned. Hey guys, we're, hey guys, listen. Here's a way for us to not lose as much money. Okay, that that makes sense. <laughs> he'll, he'll shut up for that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But unless you tell me, I can spend it on something frivolous, in which case, <laughs> in which, all odds are right out the door. <clears throat> That's funny. That, that happens. So, Paul, I, uh, yes, sir. Let me ask you My something. Friend. Um, our first tour that w- that that was the Gotham Rocks tour, right? It was the Gotham Rock tour. Very first tour as a TM, and it was with uh, you were TMing both Scarlet and um, were they? She said fire at the time, or the August Infinity still? She's no, it was the August Infinity at the were time. They? Yeah, that so was the August Infinity and us and another lost year. Um, another lost year. Another lost year. Yeah. Oh my god! Still one of the greatest front to back bangers that I've ever heard in my life. Their debut album. Um, but. Uh, yeah, no, that was the first tour. I remember it started at the Globe in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And uh, I'm three. Ask me if I remember anything like of use or that could make me money. And uh, <laughs> no, but I'll remember that. I'll remember that outside birdies in Indianapolis was uh, it was like a few days into that tour was when you just came up to me. Where's you came up going? to me and you were like, we're gone. You can, I'm, I'll stop. You came up to me and you were just like, yo. We're opening for Papa Roach next week in New Jersey, and you're coming with us. And I was like, "Oh yeah, all right, cool." Right. And that so was my like first taste of the big time. And when I learned what Molly was, <laughs> nice. Not in the bad that way. That sounds like teeners. 
That, no, not in a bad way. My mom wasn't me. Did he put it in the drink? Mama Plot's watching right now. Oh. Uh, not in the bad oh. way. Mom. For, uh, she probably doesn't even know what Molly is. But Who? a girl came up to me backstage on their crew, and she's oh, like, Molly. hey, do you know where I can find Molly? And I'm yes. just like, who's Molly? <laughs> what? I honest to goodness had no idea. Are you no that idea. guy? Are you that guy? In 2011, it was 2012. 2012. You're Come on. talking to I'm the a good Jewish boy. I'm a good Jewish boy from New York City, Dane. Yeah, all right. I'm a good Jewish boy from New York City. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, because in 2011, I was. <laughs> I was, yeah, no. I was a late bloomer in just about everything. I didn't lose my last baby tooth until senior year of high school. I never lost my baby teeth. I was later. Fun fact, fun fact about me, I still have my baby teeth. Oh, baby. In a jar? Never mind. Uh, no, seriously. A very, change in, a very change uh, change up in beverage from last week, Dan. Yeah, I got to. I got like three, three fourths a bottle. Of I got to <laughs> I got a flight at 530 in the morning. That's why. Okay. <laughs> I know. Solidarity, I am not drinking. Chicago. Anymore. I'm not. I, I drink water and uh but uh I don't, yeah i don't really drink, i don't really drink alcohol but occasionally you know it's i'm a teacher so i'm subtle but it's nevada uh, it's legal i might do uh an occasional crossword puzzle nice oh easy there <laughs> i don't understand you didn't see that oh yeah that's right you're not looking at the screen oh, was, oh get, get the vape behind the crossword puzzle got it, right, vape got it yeah it's legal there you're good it's a plot it's legal, it's, it's legal. i'm a teacher who knows this is, we, we don't get to talk. I don't I'll get, get it. I don't care. We don't. I, you're good. You're good. Um, I haven't had uh, any of the guys on yet from Scarlet or uh, or August. I'm waiting. I'll bring I'll bring the boys from Scarlet on when we're getting ready to drop. Something yeah, we new. need to fucking do that. When we're getting ready to drop something new, which we're working on. Yes. That's all I can say. Yeah. Um. So that's that's in the works. Uh. But uh, because you're the first one, um, of the crew, other than Clinton, I think we talked about it with Clinton. A like bit. The opposite of gym class. <laughs> oh plot come on now. I, I can't it was funny but it was i might have been second or third to last i would i would have picked, picked you at least second to last i can't say shit because on this tour which i think was in front of birdies as well we played yeah. a game of wiffle ball yeah <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase. Yeah, we. You know what wiffle ball is, Dane? With the holes in it or whatever the fuck. Yeah. All right. So here, here's the thing. Thumbs we were yeah. we were in a parking the, lot. The yellow plastic bat. We were in a parking yeah. lot with our with our you know all the vehicles and shit we were traveling with and stuff. Small space like on a corner venue. Like there was nowhere else to go except this just big open parking lot. It wasn't even that fucking big. So I don't remember yeah. who bought it, Tommy or one of the guys. Somebody brought a a, a wiffle ball uh, like bat and ball, and that was it. Yeah. And they're all fucking around and stuff, and I can't remember why I decided it was a good idea to take an attempt at it. But two things were learned uh, <laughs> about me this day. Uh -huh. uh, two things. One was already known and reinforced, and the other was uh, a revelation to all involved, including myself. Uh, the first uh, is that um, I suck at wiffle ball. I oh, hand-eye coordination is terrible. Uh, the second is... I'm I persevere, sir. I will swing literally over a hundred times trying to hit it once. Wow. Hey, there's, hey, there's wait a minute. That, that wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's a metaphor. What's your favorite memory from that tour out of curiosity? Because that shit was a lot. That was a oh, wild, shit. that was a little ride we took. My favorite memory? Oh my goodness. I mean, 
favorite would be tough to pick. Like most memorable, without a doubt, would be the naked van ride from oh, Fort Wayne, Indiana to Detroit. Elaborate. That's not right. what yeah. I um, I thought I, it's not, I think the, fa the th favorite, okay, I'll t actually favorite, and I haven't talked, I talked to him in a while. My most, the favorite memory of mine was uh, on the last day of the, the last day of the tour in Lansing, Pete, uh, Peter Strzelewski, Peter Strzelewski <laughs> came up, he came up to me, and this is a, a gentleman who I didn't, uh, you know, I kind of just saw him as a, a guy who liked to enjoy the adult beverages and be awesome at guitar and not much else beyond that. Um, and he came up to me. I knew I knew he was smart, but we were what he was very something. And he came up to me and was just like, you know, he came up to me. He's like, you know, we couldn't have done this week without you. Right. And it was just like the most beautiful Aww. thing I'd ever heard from the least expected person to hear it from at that time. Aww. Like, I fucking love him now. But at that time, I was like, well, Peter's hard to read. That was, way, a and fuzzy. that was a warm and fuzzy. I guess that's the first time I've put myself over uh, on the podcast so far. Nice. Nice. I'll keep tally. Um, the, um, very hard to read as anybody who's, who's met him. Um, but deep down, he's such a dichotomy. He's, he's a just beautiful a human being. Yeah. He's a good dude. And for full disclosure, I, Peter was my roommate for a long time. I lived with Peter for years uh, in New York and in LA. Um, and he's the one who scored bully. Um, Oh, uh, he, yeah, he's, he was in uh, crash the night, the guitar player in crash the night when we did that project before and rogue star. Uh, which ended up just turning into the music from Bully, basically. But uh, Peter's a good dude, man. Shout PJ9K. Um, hey, what up, And Peter? Moss on date. Haven't even mentioned he's in the room begging for me. Moss. Is he in here? Moss. Moss is in here. Where's my base? Moss, do many, so many memories. No. Uh, when the, when, remember when the trailer busted open in the, while we were driving down the road? Dude, and then yeah, that, that, whole, that whole tour, uh, we, we did um, – I don't remember what town we were in. Maybe you do, but we woke up one morning and everyone's trying to find out where to go get breakfast. And we ended up at a strip joint, literally right. Literally right, 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 right before the, the naked van ride. Eggs and legs. And then that was, but that ended up with half my band on the on the stage. Nice. Like, hey, trying to like by the way, real quick, don't, don't get it fucked up. When the world opens back up again, fire <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Fire breakfast at strip club. Moss, our, our friend in the chat, Moss. He was like one of the best veggie burgers I've ever had. Yeah, a strip club in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne. Also, the caliber, oh, Dane. Dane, the caliber of women, though, at a Yo. strip club in Fort Wayne, Indiana, at eleven thirty on a Thursday. Exactly what you would think. It was like, hey, it's C-section <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> Yeah, that's the beast. That's the D string. No, they were all lovely in their own way. Plot. Those are the bench warmers, bro. Okay. Yeah. All they right. Were. It was all lovely in their own way. Till you get on everybody. I try not to judge, and I'm yeah. like the most judging person ever. I will. I will judge. Take your ass fucking home. It is. I have my. Uh, I have my. Uh, my. My. Uh, oh shit! Black Ari. robe and white coat. Plot over off to the side. Peter. Uh, Peter and Peter and the finger. Peter and the finger. Santino. That's what's the finger. I must Tommy, have blocked I that out. Tommy was. Uh, was it? It was Tommy climbing the shirt pole, and I think Peter just full on lodged a finger in his ass while he was climbing the stripper pole. What? Ex Probably. Wait, he wait, was trying to push everything him about fire. that. Sounds like it was. It's it, just it was as ridiculous. As it it's a story that. Yes. This is no mind you. This is the same no, tour where it. by the end of it, everything Rab, makes sense. Rab and people were doing jujitsu on the Florida bar. 
uh, one of our stages ended up covered in pl- uh, post-it notes with penises drawn all over them. Our guitar <laughs> Mayhem, got, Mayhem got his ear piercing caught in mid-set and was fucking it ripped out. And was our, yeah, our, our old bass player, our, our former bass player in Scarlet Carson, um, we were playing his place. What, was that Blondie's? That was Blondie's in that Detroit, was, yeah. That was Blondie's in Detroit, yes. Yeah, that was- uh, we, we played Blondie. I think it's Blondie's when I told you about Papa Roach, not Birdie's. Okay. Because that's, that's when I got the call. Fine, uh, whatever. We okay. I remember that. Um, yeah, no, we did. Uh, so we did Blondie's. Blondie's had this old, the, uh, the PA system from this place was the old one from like a Metallica tour. So these yeah. giant fucking cabinets on the yeah, side yeah, of the yeah. table, like hanging right about here. Yeah. Like, you know, the big curved ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? I know. Massive motherfuckers. And our bass player uh, at the time was just blitzed on stage. Just, just shit hammered. Um, and we usually yeah. don't. I, I, I don't. When, when it comes to work, like you can have a drink or two, but you got to yeah. be able to hold your shit down. Yeah. Anyway, he decided it was a good idea to jump off stage, but he decided to do it sideways and to skip his fucking head off of the cabinet, and r- like ripped. I think in one of his in his industrial or some fucking one of his big ass. It was a bar. It was like a, one of the barbell. It was a massive like thing. He's just lying on the floor. To his credit, he kept playing while lying on the floor, just bleeding from the side of his head. And Aria, also to her credit, administered first aid in in, in during during the whole thing. And then I had to carry his ass downstairs while he's bleeding and puking. That was fun. So I have to say, there's something there's some things in life that you hear, like regionally, you hear that oh, this is so bad here, this is so bad there, and you don't understand it and. But there's some like the traffic in LA, like you don't understand it until you've experienced it. Yeah. And at that yeah. time, how bombed out Detroit was. Dude. Wow. The outskirts of it Detroit was like, like a, like a, like it a was like post, like post Skynet. I remember around the corner from the venue, yeah. I saw a teddy bear nailed to a telephone pole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it, it was what really metaphor is that? Surprising. Cause you're yeah. like, this is, this it's, is it's the US. The, it's the death of innocence. Yeah, it's the death of innocence. A warning sign to any would-be right. animals who could dare tread. Shit was crazy, dude. That was uh, we had, we had a lot of wild, a lot of wild times on the on that on that little run, and then and then you afterwards. So plot remind me on the because I know you went out with me as well uh, with Danny and Walmy when I was doing Santino Noir. We uh, yeah, when we went to um, uh, my solo uh, thing. spring break. Uh, yeah, we did, uh, South. Uh, South, South Padre Island, Island. yeah. Um, oh, we did that. I remember that? We, was that was South that the Island, machine gun? That was MGK, Machine Gun Kelly, oh. and Travis Porter. Yeah, it's a fun, that's and a fun, I, fun trip. I I met Big Easy from the Real World, which was Real World Road Rules Challenge, which was hell yeah, dude. I still me. I still follow. We still t- we once in a while on Instagram. Nicest fucking dude. Who nicest dude? Who's the tough guy? Boston guy. CT, I watch. Yeah, I love CT. That is one of maybe two or three shows. I'm exhausted now in life, but that is one of maybe two or three shows that I do not like that I keep up on. CT, he's the man. CT's a shit. Even now, he's just too. uh, I just want to, I just remembered this. I saw it this morning. Um, because I think Paul, you might have met him too. You drove into emptiness, Ma said. Sorry, Uh, yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, speaking of MGK, um. Because when we were out there, I didn't talk to. I think I talked to Kelly once the whole time, but we did talk to Slim and Rook, um, his yeah. uh, a couple of the guys in his band. I should that work with him and part of EST and all. Uh, super fucking nice guys. And Rook uh, apparently, I think, got like jumped and hospitalized. I think here in LA, oh, it might have happened. I just I just saw it. Uh, something Recently? about it. Kelly. Yeah, like I think he's in the hospital right now. Oh, uh, and I saw something from uh, one of the dudes in EST posted about it. So uh, 
Uh, I know you have no idea who the fuck I am. It's been like however long, but I hope you feel better, dude, and uh, heal up and shit because that's super fucked up. Um, but they because they were all like super nice. We were the openers, you know what I mean? Like when 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 one of the guys from the the headliners is cool to the openers, you remember that shit because yeah. it's, yeah. it's sometimes you don't even get like okay. It's been getting like, it's been getting a little grimy around LA. Uh, yes. Here lately, like with yeah. uh, what's her name's dog getting stolen? Fucking yeah, Lady Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga. People Lady getting jumped. Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> like it was, a, it was a shooting in like WeHo. Like, yes, it's like, what the fuck, really? Why? Yeah. <laughs> like, but motherfuckers broke. Shit. No, it's it's a fu- Lady yeah. Gaga is like part of the prologue to my life in music. Oh, she used to she used to open for friends of mine. The Dirty Pearls. Uh, really? No, uh, no. Uh, Semi Precious Weapons. Oh, I remember who, them. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the singer of Semi Precious Weapons has gone on now. He's a gentleman named Justin Tranter, who is Shiny. the biggest songwriter in the world. I think still, Damn. but um, yeah, Lady Gaga in front of like 18 people. My mom, if she's still watching, my mom was there too. And we're watching, she's got That's long brown hair and like uh, making out with her female DJ and doing the uh, cigarette lighter aerosol can thing. Like when, even when nobody was around that. Was she going by Lady Gaga at the time or Stephanie still? Yeah, no, yeah. she was, st- she was Lady Gaga at that point. That's awesome. That I was it. Club Rob, that was it. Um, what did Club Rebel turn into? Where did you shoot the, the music? Where did we shoot your music oh, video? Oh, uh, the second was it the, called, still called Rebel? When there was thirtieth between eight and nine. Slate, okay. Slake, right? Yeah, Slate. Then we did it because we also shot the other one behind La Esquina down in the in Little Italy. The, yeah. I shot the second half of the video down That's there because that down, like yeah. a bunch of different clubs at some point too. The name escapes me at the moment, but yeah, dude, Slake was yeah. fucking awesome. That was yeah, that was Club Rebel at the time, and it was like. People who went on to be Lady Gaga, the biggest songwriter in the music industry, um, one of the best, like Neil Young style Americana artists that I know, and Gwen Stefani's drummer and guitarist. Yeah, like, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, um, and the Jew, the, my true inspiration for this, the Jew tour manager. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who? Shout out to Sean, Sean, a gentleman named Sean Hoffman, who Sean, uh, actually. He works with Bruno. Mar- He's tour manages Bruno Mars now. Amazing. Um, um, speaking of which, you hear Bruno Mars and Anderson Packer like about to put some shit out. I or did. did. I, did. I saw Anderson. Yeah. And that's if a- I tell you how much of a cocaine fueled classic that fucking album is going to be. No shit. Holy shit. They so he just put actually Anderson Pack put something on his page and it's just like a little clip of like. Bruno Mars is like strumming guitar and he's singing something stupid and Bruno Mars has like these sunglasses on and they're just in the studio and you're like, God, I can tell you guys are so fucked up. One of you <laughs> real fucked up and it's, it's, it's either going to be incredible or it's definitely not, but they put out one song already and somebody was on. Yeah. So it won't be anything in between. It'll be like, it'll be gold or it'll be like fucking, what is this? But they put out a song already and somebody was, tell- I haven't heard it yet, but somebody was like, yeah, it's next to perfect. So that's awesome. I can't wait to hear it, man. I um uh, yeah. I, I I'm I think they're they're both obviously Bruno Mars is a talented gentleman. Super I can't say I'm too familiar with Anderson Pack, but uh Anderson Dot Pack, yeah, man. He's yeah. he's been he's been making yeah. a lot of movies the last oh, few the years. Oh, the dots pronounced? I I've seen the name. Is it? I think I've even seen him perform, but is I don't it think pronounced? dots pronounced. Did is I just it? shut you down on a hip hop thing, Santino? Wait, I don't know. I don't think the dots pronounced. I think it's just that's how oh, I don't know. I just I just still fucking say it because that's the first time I heard about him was um I saw him on a fucking like a poster or something. I think when I was traveling out here, yeah. uh, and then um, Coco, uh, Coco Sarai, a friend of mine. Um, oh yeah, she, I remember she, that name. Yeah, Coco. <laughs> Stop. 
Hello? You're not the only one listening, motherfucker. Uh, Coco is another recording artist I've known for a long time. She's a total sweetheart, super fucking talented. The biggest voice for the for 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 her size. It's wild, man. She's really really fucking talented girl. Um, and she uh, she works with Anderson, so I just saw his name a lot, but I didn't. I've never heard anyone. I didn't hear anyone say it. So for the longest yeah. time, I was just calling him Anderson Dot Pack because it's like uh, six lakh. Uh, what's that? Six lakh. What? Do you know who Black is? No, the art, the singer Black. He spells it six L A. Oh, oh, six L. Everybody, call, yeah. No, 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 stop, stop. Yeah, that just <laughs> don't spell your band name something that is. I can't say shit, dude. Word. My name is Tantino. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucked yeah. from jump. My granddad, right? I apologize. I just said that to Dan the Great. By the way, I don't even know. I don't know if you know this, but if you flip like the parts of your name, that's like the name of a dog. No way. <laughs> what? I don't know if you that. Are you serious? I'm Shut the fuck up. Blowing people's minds, plot. Fuck you, I no know. way. So it's, you know, I know we I know we're only I know we've only officially just met, but it feels like we've been Facebook friends for hours. So hours. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. I love when like guests come on the show and first like they they add me before they come on the show, and I'm like, oh thanks. thanks um, oh, I, wanna, be, I appreciate it. I, I, I just realized after you're, what, what, I would what can I say? You're a girl. I'm trying to slowly get into. I'm trying to slowly slide into those DMs. Slide in. Put uh, in yeah, there. Uh, plot. Plot. Just get off the rails, girls. Uh, plot. Real quick. Uh, let me yes, ask sir. you something. After so we 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 have more stories. We can go on all night, but um, I'm more curious about the shit I don't know a lot about. Right okay. so for the stuff that I wasn't around for. So I remember you worked with two other pretty prominent artists. Uh, I mean, not as not as prominent as me, obviously. I'm obviously. I don't think there the is anyone ever to be. There's no one as prominent as Santino. Just ask him; he'll tell you. It's true. Uh, <laughs> that was good. No, but uh, so after me, I can't remember what the order was. But was it? Uh, I know you worked with other, uh, the two other bigger artists that you spent a fair amount of time with were the Dreamers. Right. We're, yeah, Dreamers. And, was, and then Adam uh, Gontier, uh, the singer of Three Days Grace, former singer of Three Days Grace. Fuck. Yeah, um, dreamers. I spent the uh, Long longest time. time with. Um, yeah, I was I with them for a couple of years. It was yeah. a couple of years, I think, almost a couple of years. But um, during that time, it was I met them through a friend of a friend, and their manager hit me up, and he was like, "Hey, I met. Uh, hey, we're going out on a three month tour. Do you want to? Uh, you know, will you come?" And so I met these guys, and we go out on tour. And two weeks into that tour, this is a band who was playing like tiny ass venues on the Lower East Side, nothing, we're in a van. And they get a call halfway through the tour that they have to drop off for the middle month to go open for Stone Temple Pilots. I remember that. With Chester Bennington. Um, singing so, instead of Scott, yeah. Yeah, singing instead of Scott. Scott was still around, but Chester was singing with them. Yeah. Um, and that just. I saw you then uh, when you hit the House of Blues down in uh, Anaheim. Yep, and about four hours prior to that, I watched Dreamers sign their contract with Walt Disney's like record company on with a trash Hollywood? can on a trash can with Hollywood Records on a trash can in Disneyland. That's amazing. That's so fucking dope, though. Isn't it a great yeah. story alone? Is worth it's a it. cool ass move. Yeah. yeah, I've got, I've got too many stories, and yet I'm uh, too lazy to write any. Fucking your pussy showing. <laughs> Real quick, that's, I think, no, that's a poor tie dimple, Santino. No, 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 I think your cat, your cat was popping into the shot in the back. Oh, oh. Like, oh. that's Draven. That's Draven. That's Draven. Draven. Hey, Draven. Hey, Draven. What's is so, that for well, uh, Look behind me, Dane. Dane. 
Look right here. <gasps> did we just become best friends? You did. I think Holy so. Shit. And I got Holy the font. Shit. The font from the poster is part of one of my tattoos. <gasps> it's true. It's a whole thing. It's an obs- oh you're yes. Chris. Chris goes, show us the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Oh, wrong way. I don't why is my camera no, this is the right way. Draven. That's so dope. That's, he's bu- he's busy not He's busy doing telling anything. you to fuck off with his eyes. He's busy telling me to fuck off with his eyes. Look, Unless I, I, I jump back through the door and then he leaps to my chest and into my arms. No bullshit. Um, so, uh, I wanted to, so on, on the with the dreamers real quick, um, when you went out the first time, had you been on the road with anybody else before that? Or was it just our tours? I actually don't know if I've asked you. It that. was, uh, in between, it was actually, I went out, Tommy, uh, the guitar player and for Scarlett Carson, uh, Shout one of my he, best friends on the planet, um, Tommy, we, I love you and I miss you. Um, he, he was with dive at the time and he invite. he was like, he just called me up and he's like, yo we're doing a run down south, you're coming with us. And that was that was pretty incredible in a lot of ways, just because I met, I knew Tommy, but I didn't know the other three guys. Yeah. Um, and then I, know, I, know I met Johnny, them. Uh, and, and, and the guys, we played with them a lot. I don't know who was in the lineup at the time, but obviously Johnny. It was Johnny, it was uh, Tony Colosi, the gentleman with the, the yeah, bigger dude with the ball head, and um, Will Lewis. Gotcha. Uh, this guy. Um, and, but Tom, I met, so I met everyone, let's say it was a Tuesday. You know, I drove out to Jersey with Tommy and met everyone on a Tuesday and yada, yada. Uh, the show, next show we drive to, or we drive to North Carolina for the first show of the tour. Yada, yada, yada. Tommy decides that he doesn't want to be on tour anymore. Um, and then I'm like looking around at three dudes I don't know. I'm like, that I've just met yesterday. I'm I like, I live with you now. All right. I live with you now and I'm running your shit and it was really cool to meet you yesterday. <laughs> um, and I, and maybe I also I, don't know what I'm doing. And that, and then, that, and then you, you parlayed that into the dreamers. That, who, that was actually, that jumped into blame shift. Oh, that's uh, right. That, Cause dive and blame shift were on tour at the time. So it was yeah. dive, it was August infinity, Scarlett Carson and you guys dive, Oh no, you were after you solo were after dive blame shift super bob uh dreamers Matt and the and the guys uh, super bob. yeah shout out to Matt doing his uh, he's Matt's working with wood Matt's yeah. working with a lot of wood down there good for him man and yeah. <laughs> what you did there great they uh, were shout out to them for being a band that just knew they for so many years they just were t- successful touring musicians and just is, that was how they supported their families yeah. yeah, incredibly difficult to do, yeah. man. And they're just Very all good dudes, do. especially Matt, man. I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of his, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. You know, you know. Um, all right, so let me I ask don't you. know. I want to know. He, it's, it's, he just ends every Facebook post with bitch. Bitch? bitch? Okay. All right, it's, it. it's, yeah. it's fantastic. Um, bitch. So, plot, let me ask you. So, I, all right, so you did you did dive, blame shift. Uh, did we peak in ridiculousness with the first Scarlet Tour? Or did you have a fair amount of other experiences like that with the other bands you were at? And if so, are there any that you can share? Um, I mean, there's personal experience. There was a time I had to drive uh, the band van. With This was with Dreamers. This was at the break when we had to get from Pittsburgh to Seattle in time for the Stone Temple Pilots tour. Um, and the band uh, 
most of the band flew out to practice. I flew out to Seattle and I was driving the band with their then drummer from Pittsburgh to Seattle. And this is a really old piece of shit van. And mm -hmm. as soon as we got to, the drummer bailed in Cleveland and flew out. And then from Cleveland to Seattle, I drove. And this was just a rickety old something. And I, when I immediately took it to uh, a mechanic in Seattle and he said, if I had known this was the condition of the van when you left Pittsburgh, I would have put money on what part of Pennsylvania you would have broken down. In. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and that was like, I'm in like the hills of Montana, knowing that like I'm driving, you know, the world's most unstable pumpkin carriage. Oh, dude, um, you're, I, but, I know that feeling. You remember the old Scarlet van with the hole in the floor? Yep. Oh, no, God. No in the back, rusted hole through the middle of the love, floor. Love those winter drives down to like a piss hole? No. Like it eroded, and oh. there was no there was no piss there was no piss hole. But there would if you had a trailer, you usually if your bus or van also had a trailer, you usually had a Bing bucket uh, uh, in there for private fun. Nice, um, a Bing bucket, baby wipes, VIP. I see. At the, back in the day, very um, important. Yeah, no. poop. It was a quick turn. It was a quick turn. Like Dreamers, going back to that first Dreamers tour, like kind of going out with a band just three it was three different you know regional bands on this tour and to immediately two weeks into that flip to they've been signed by Holly they're being signed by hollywood records and going to open for stone temple pilots it was a incredibly quick 180 that at the time you know i probably wasn't prepared for but definitely rolled into it um like right. a damn champion of course you did I of course you did. Know. Not always. I mean, oh, this is called failure buddy. made. This is called failure made. So I've had plenty of that. But you uh, made monsters, baby. Made monsters. monsters. I'm not just because I've webbed toes. That doesn't make me a monster, Santino. <laughs> oh, I mean, you say that, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, everybody well, me, else does. I know. Yeah. So, so after after Dreamers, um, you you went out with Adam. How long were you out with him? I went, was out with Adam Gontier from Three Days Grace. He was doing a solo acoustic tour. That was about a month. Um, and of just rolling around in an Escalade, him and me. That's I met him, I flew into an airport in Rochester uh, and went to the rental car counter. And then this guy comes walking up and it's like, oh, hey, I'm Adam. And I'm like, hey, I'm Plotkin. Nice to meet you. Let's go drive for 10 hours to the Quad Cities. So interesting. Um, <laughs> so that was, I was like, you were, I was like, I used to jam out to your songs and you were on my wall. And for uh, real. yeah, let's go drive. Yeah. Gonti is uh, like, it, shit's pretty surreal. Um, Fucking but awesome. how long were you out with that him? Was him? That was, that was a month. It was half, it was a few weeks uh, in the U S and then a few weeks in his, uh, homeland North of the border, um, yeah. where, um, that was a pretty good, that was a good time. Uh, Toronto, that was, Oh, I spent, uh, Thanksgiving with, uh, the jellyfish at the Toronto aquarium. That yeah. was pretty cool. That's cool. Um, That's dope. <laughs> things were, things were legal in Toronto then too. Um, He's, he, he, for some reason, like it, I don't know, like if I couldn't see you, I'd be like, "So you legally ate a jellyfish for Thanksgiving?" Right? <laughs> right. I definitely, you know, since you know, I'm all about the wording. I'm all about the wording. <laughs> yeah. Just stitching them together. Because somebody say, "What did you do for Thanksgiving?" Uh, you know, the new Vin Diesel movie. What did you do for Thanksgiving? Jellyfish at the jellyfish. <laughs> jellyfish at the aquarium with Adam Gontier in Toronto. Adam Gontier. Yeah. No, Adam wasn't there. Adam spent most of that time. He was with family. He had just actually, he had just lost a close friend. So um, that to, the time in Toronto 
he, or the time in Canada, he was pretty, Toronto was a, a, our hub city for five days because it was close enough. Every venue was close enough that he could just drive to family and friends. Yeah. Um, and cool. I just chilled in a hotel, uh, which still, is pretty though, sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, no. It's got to be a fun, a fun oh, experience. Sure. It's still work. Don't get me wrong. And, and I know that. And you bust your ass right. when you the road. It's still. It's a long, it's a long <laughs> monthly work day. Yeah. No, for it's sure. Three month work day. I, I feel bad for you, man, because like you, um, you <laughs> fucked up and started out with us. And I think what happened is uh, <laughs> we we just kind of like you know some people start out with like like a, like a HP bar, right? I think we just hey, knocked you down. Ding, ding. What does HP stand for? What is <laughs> What? What does HP stand for? Huge penis. Huge penis. Oh, uh, okay. Why was? Why doing- would you just say like BB? Harry Peter? Harry Peter? Harry Peter. Chat, what does Harry Potter? Chat, what does HP stand for? It's all right. It's uh Why would you say LD anyway? Uh so you start right, you started out with this and then you toured with uh with us and at the same time the August Infinity and at the same time another lost year. I feel like we just took you down to dangerous levels and then you just it comes back a bit, but you go back out and then you end up with the dive situation where Tommy leaves you and all that and just keep doing it. So I think you like, you know, I feel like you got, you got, you got all I, of it out of the way early with us. And I did, I, out, like, all right, fuck it. I did my thing. Like it's time to hunker down and like not live I like I earned my stripes. With, a, with a shit and piss bucket in a trailer. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I earned my stripes a little bit. Oh, 100%. It was cool. The, the stone temple pilots thing, uh, props to, big shout out to dreamers, uh, Mark Nelson, uh, Jacob and Chris at the time. Um, what is that? They're crushing it. They just did that track with the uh, grandson, who I've been a big fan of for years. The dude, he's actually from Jersey. Um, he, just- Nick's an amazingly talented songwriter. I don't talk. I haven't talked to the guys much anymore. We had one of those like when I left, or at least with their manager, it was like when I jumped to Gand, or when I said, "Hey, I've got this opportunity for Gantier. I'm only gonna miss like a week of the next tour. Is that cool?" And that kind of ended things with Dreamers. Um, uh. But it was like one of those. It was like one of those with you and Scarlett Carson at the time. It's like when you're young and you're like I'm close to, and you're hurt because yeah. you need, dr- you need dreamer, money. dreamers. I was, yeah, dreamers. I was as close with in some ways as I was with you guys sure. and with Joshua and, the road with and someone, Peter. You become family real quick. You tell someone you tell someone I love you on day two and you mean it with everything that you have. Yeah. Um, and dreamers, dreamers especially because they were just like playing pianos in the Lower East Side when I started. When I started with them, and two weeks later, they're you know, massive, getting signed by Hollywood, and I'm getting to, I'm getting to have multiple one-on-one conversations with Chester Bennington, um, oh, who was okay. the man who was literally, literally on my wall as a teenager, and not to date my, not to date myself, but I downloaded on Napster. The original version of Hybrid Theory, another motherfucker. amazing, another amazing front to back uh, album. But phenomenal. yes, I remember it in Napster. Phenomenal album, phenomenal record. That shit, the, that that style of like new metal and rap rock and stuff has been um, one of my all time favorite genres. Uh, and well, it's because when we were in high school, elementary school age. Yeah, a thousand percent. I mean, they came. That, that music, they changed that music the game. Has a core with it. And me and Meteora, yeah. some forty-one best sounding records in a, in like a car of all time with a good system. That's that's right. That shit just hit. Brad did that drum. Those drums in faint. Brad did that in one take. That's it's, it's ridiculous. 
No, those guys are yeah. fucking. It's, but, it's a shame uh, what happened. It really is because I would love to hear more from them. But um, yeah, but yeah, it's awesome. That was some time with them. I never got to meet Chester, uh, but I've heard uh, I was, people who know him, and I've heard nothing but good things. Like yeah. it just seemed like the nice thing. it was amazing. I mean, night one uh, in Seattle, we were trading John Wick quotes with each other just in the hallway. Um, and kind of over sorry, the course sorry, real quick, of Aria's leaving, but she says she loves us and she misses you. Oh, Aria, love, you back, Aria. Love, you. love you, Ar. Um, yeah, uh, Chester getting to know Chester and uh, Rob from Stone Temple Pilot, one of the bass player from Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Like, it was weird. The first night, uh, the opening night in Seattle, I was standing side stage while Dreamers, I think they opened with Waste My Night, and I'm side stage and touching my each shoulder is Chester Bennington and Rob DeLeo from Stone Temple Pilots. And I'm just, it's, I'm not necessarily someone who has succeeded in a lot of things at life. Um, Bullshit. Prior to that, prior to that moment, prior to that moment, or not prior to that, prior to music, prior to music. Let me put it that way. Prior to music. Depends on your definition. Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're if you're being, that if you're, if I being a good it. human being is success, hell yeah. yeah if yeah. like actually Plus achieving yeah. any sort of success is success, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, right. It's one of the, it's one of those moments where you're like, why am I here? How did I like? How is this happening? It was very surreal. But Chester, I I apologize for breaking this news, Ari. Once the tour kind of got into the flow after the first week, I had a habit of going to have a cigarette. I was a terrible man and smoked at the time. I would go have a cigarette while Dreamers was on stage. And uh, oftentimes Chester would be out there by himself. Um, And that was like, we would talk. Uh, I remember one particular conversation in Philly where he was talking about his family and like he had a daughter. One daughter was about to graduate from college and one daughter was about to start uh, third grade, I think. And he was a man who who loved his family. And like, when I say, you know, I'll say I had a friendship with Chester and I have a couple more details for that, but it's like, it's, you know, it's music. It's you form an incredibly deep bond with somebody very quickly. And then you don't talk for however long, but I will say he did um, after the fact, years after the fact, a couple of years after the fact, like he went to bat for me. He was like, Hey, here's our tour manager, contact him. The tour manager's like, Hey, next time you're in LA, here's the manager. Um, and nothing came to fruition, but just even ju- that was enough for me. Just like tr- yeah, kind just of showing that you're a good, caring, uh, decent person. It you know, doesn't it. need to be because he you are who you are. It right. just shows yeah. it's like a core. It's a core of you kind of thing. You know, a lot of people lose that tech. part of them when they don't yeah. need people as much anymore. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember uh, Rob DeLeo, the bass player from Stone Temple Pilots, sure. uh, first night of the tour. He said, when we were uh, talking, he said, uh, we're not about egos and bullshit. Let's just go have some fun and play some rock and roll. And um, Rob DeLeo, Rob and Dean DeLeo, the songwriters for SDP, or the music songwriters, I should say, um, they're from Jersey. And that's a very, say, that's a very Jersey rock and roll scene kind of yeah. thing. And I know ego about shit, but it was just more about controlling uh, the perception in the business and stuff just because everything was on a razor's edge all the time trying to make stuff work. But like, as far as like me thinking I was better than people and that kind of bullshit, like I left that, I left that in, in a past life or some shit. Cause that's never been, 
that's never been the case. You know what I mean? I've been the heavy set goofy dude who got a chance to be on stage and do dope shit. And I always said I'd end up like I I want to be guys like when you know I want to hear stories about me the way you're telling stories about people when you know I'm whenever I kick it and shit because that's just uh I just think it speaks to the core of 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 a human being. You know what I mean? Like when you're still decent after the fact and you do shit because you just love it. And when you see that in somebody else, it resonates and you want to do something about it <clears throat> them too and see them succeed. You know. Yeah, not it enough. Was, uh, just not fucking enough of that. No, there's not. It, it was unreal. I remember night two of the tour in uh, San Francisco. Uh, there was I got called into their tour manager and production manager's office, and they're just like Chester would like to get, cover your guys' hotels for the rest of the tour. Uh, here's our travel agent's info. You know, uh, tell her what your preferred. You know, tell her what your travel schedule is like and what cities you want to stay in, and she'll take care of it and like you know you get that message through the tour manager or what uh amen shout out miss you love you see you soon um and uh um but later that night at loadout i saw chester ha- having a cigarette and i went up to him and i was just like hey man i just wanted to thank you uh that was you know for you know it's like probably four or five grand out of his pocket and it's like wow. on a whim on dudes he just met and right. um I was like, thank you. That's really incredibly nice of you. And he put his, he put his hand on my, on my shoulder and said, Hey, uh, I remember what it was like. I know, tour, I know what tour managers have to go through. I know you need this more than they do. Um, and that like, that's cool. it's really, it's just really something when yeah. someone, you know, they, they do say don't meet your idols, but like, I've had a God few damn, of those. That was a beautiful, yeah. that was a beautiful, you know, you know, Sam, that was a, some of them go wrong. You, you and, would, would, and then, you know, you and like Jacoby, um, but like, uh, it's, you know, it's those moments that you're just like, how, why? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. That's um, awesome. man. I love to hear that. I, I honestly, I, I, uh, we'll just do a short version of this. That's a great story to go out on, but, um, I do want to touch on the fact that, uh, you're now um, teaching in in Las Vegas, which is fucking awesome. And I and you show me, uh, you sent me a video. And as my grandmother used to say, depressingly single. Depressingly single. There's no, bro, there's no such thing. Trust me, you're good. Nah. What's up, lady? All matter of perspective. Right? All matter of perspective. It's all matter of perspective, nah, guys. Grammy, nah, Grammy plot was the best. It's all matter of perspective. <laughs> I've got my I'm good. I've got my angel and my devil on, you know, I got my grammar textbook on one shoulder and Man. Spider-Man Bronco riding or um taking liberties with a T-Rex depending on your interpretation of the stuff. Like the uh, opening picture of this. That's all I need. Right. Yeah. That's good awesome. Shit. But uh how's uh Vegas treating you all right? Vegas is great, man. I'm really, you know, moving out here was from New York, which is where I'd lived for 30 almost all my life was one of the toughest things I had to do. And it really feels like I finally had my, my woe was me story is that I finally got to the point where I wanted to be, which was just like kind of steady teaching. And then COVID happened. And I'm because my steady teaching, I want to be a substitute. So that work kind of dried up, but that's come back and I'm liking it. I'm finally getting to uh, a nice rhythm out here. And it's nice. I was always, I got into, I always say that I got into music about five years too late because I wanted to, even by the time I was with you guys, I just wanted to go to bed. I'm like, are you done playing yet? Same. Um, Same. You know that about uh, me too. Like all the, especially if I had to sing the next day, if we were on tour, 
You know, dude. Yeah. I my own food. I got up early. I went on a run. Like I did the fucking thing. It was it's work, you know. And it's but it's exhausting. And then part of you wants to go out and have a good time and shit. But the other part of you is like, I'm old and everything hurts. <laughs> yeah. You know, Dane knows that one. <laughs> I'm old and everything hurts. <sighs> you know, well, black don't crack. Dane might be like 82. He he is. He's Who knows? It's true. He's a vampire, full on. So. I, I am. He's got all the, all the good genes working for him. I did, want to, I did want to mention Mariah said something that it was pretty fucking cool. And in a perfect world, that would be the shit. Santino, <laughs> just imagine you, Chester, and Dane make a single with Plockin managing the tour. Boom. Fuck. That's Boom. You know, one of those dreams. That's the EP. That's the EP. She said fire. Shout out. But no one said boom and what's it? What's the word? And, you know, when, and, and, when each le- when each letter means something an acronym, acronym. acronym. But it's acronym. Not, it, an acronym oh. has to spell out a real word though so yeah boom would be one acronym has, um oh god that makes me think of that david what Caruso is it if it movie. Spell out word we would uh well acronym an acronym specifically like it stands for something but it also spells out a real word what is right. it just um, initials uh and versus just it versus just like the initials of a word yeah, yeah. Like this, yeah, like B A D, balls attitude direction. Yeah, there you shout go. Out to Nic- shout out to Nicholas Cage and uh, Kiss of Death, nineteen ninety five. Something, right? What, what would you call that? Is there another word for that? What for what? Like another C- word for what? Doesn't spell a word, but it's the CDC. It's the abbreviation of the company. That's the abbreviation. Oh, this is like Dane. and I texted him on De- Santino last week. I remember he was talking about um, GameStop, and when you guys were talking about GameStop and Bitcoin, yeah, and you yeah. were trying to use the word, you were like supersede, and you're like, that's not the word, that's not the word. And I grabbed my phone and I texted you because I don't know about chatting or twitching. I grabbed my phone and I texted Santino. I'm like, usurp. Usurp. You know what happened in the middle of the episode? I heard, I heard a little like, just a little, I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I looked and there was a pigeon with a note outside my window. It was really bizarre. So dumb. Very, very, very strange. And for some reason, that pigeon had one of those giant margarita glasses that you find on the strip. Yeah, wearing yeah. a fucking floral Hawaiian shirt, buttoned up. Yeah, but- frogs. Fucking- one thing I definitely want to make sure I get to say because it's actually piggybacks. It ties completely into uh, your first guest, Jen, and uh, rare diseases and Holly, my life and my hey, friends. I met at Hollywood Records. Um, which is that a gentleman, John Nick, John Nicholson, who was Dreamers prom, radio uh, radio promo rep. Um, he has a son who's currently suffering from a rare disease. This is basically me wanting to put over a couple of links to add to YouTube for really good friends, for really good gentlemen. Um, and uh, and then a, a gentleman by the name of Casey McPherson, who sung for his band Alpha Rev, um, who has a foundation as well. But uh, uh, yeah. Wow, how about that? Uh, how about that? Uh, how about that segue, huh? How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Smooth. Okay, to, reiterate, to also to reiterate, just you know, check on your check on your friends if they're check on your friends. Hey, 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 Jen, hey, Jen, hey, Jen, how's your brain? Mental health is real. Santino can know that I can attest all too well. Mental health is real. It's important, obviously, very important. I met this summer. If not for this show. If not for this show, I feel like both of us would have probably committed some heinous act. Me Correct. and fucking Santino <laughs> randomly punch somebody in the face. Just straight up knocks him You see more people than I do, but yeah. I do. I do. <laughs> Babe, run. <I'm> <laughs>
Love you. Hey, Kirsty. Oh, hey, love. It's plot, plot. It's hot. Hot. <laughs> you the voice once, once in oh, one in the episode. That's for me, please. Shit, man. All right, well, plotty plot. Uh, it, oh, is, yeah. it is always an absolute pleasure. I love you very much, man. It is great to see you, to catch up with you. I look forward yes. to seeing you in the fleshy flesh, right in the fleshy bit. Yes. You know, uh, so yes, we'll I'm going to be in Vegas in a few weeks, so we need to talk I about that. To, oh, dude, hell yeah. We need to fucking just watch The Crow. Dane's like, I had this shit already. We're good. Watch The Crow and hold each other. I will do it. I don't care. But no, I do want to say. Feel I what it means about me. I'm not too savvy, but I know enough about uh, the the likes and the tweets and that it's all about the follows. So if you want to follow me, um, I'm usually walking around places. So if you just kind of get behind me and um, just move in the same direction that I am, you'll have no trouble following me. Um, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. I need I need a soundboard immediately and a what? <laughs> I knew it was there. I was like, I wait a minute, where's he going? I told you it was the worst joke. That's why good. I love you, Plot. That's why I love you. Yeah, if you like an Instagram picture once every six months, uh, at nice. simply underscore Plotkin, like the plot of a movie, and Ken, like a hillbilly's family. Said uh, there, bam. Not, uh, and, uh, and it's actually where it's simply. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Simply, because, uh, you know, how do you describe someone like, how do you describe someone who, you know, has Spider-Man riding a T-Rex? He's a fucking champion. Plotkin. That's how I describe him. Plotkin. Fucking champion. Uh-huh. And one of my one of my closest and dearest friends. And and, and I realized uh, I just gotta say this real quick too, because we we somehow managed to go the episode without even saying his name, and that's that's a travesty. It's not allowed. Uh big shout out to our mutual friend, uh Mr. Joshua Hawksley as well. Joshua too. Who is who who I know for a fact will be listening to this. He is uh, the reason I know you. watching afterwards. He's the reason I'm, yeah. He's the, he was there when we met outside of Tammany. He introduced he, us. He, he sent us an email, love- an email when we were in Scarlet to try and put a show together. And that's how that whole thing started. It was just him reaching out to us and we booked a gig. And then it was, I met a whole slew of amazing human beings as a result of it and ended up moving to New York and everything. So oh, yeah. Joshua Hawks. Love that motherfucker plot. Love you, man. It was good catching up with you. Uh, I'm really I happy. I love you. Thank you for having me. Stay safe, all right, dude? I will. Dane. I followed you on IG. We're going to get get together when I'm in Vegas. It can rain all We're going to hump each other like that Spider-Man dinosaur yeah. combo going on in the background. It's going to be glorious. Please do it on a live broadcast. Gross. I, I know no other way, Santino. Thank Perfect. you. Plot, Thank I you, Dane. You. I love you guys. Later, buddy. All right, everybody, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, Big shout to our guest, uh, Jen Roman, advocate for rare diseases. She's with Nord, so check out rarediseases.org. And a big shout, obviously, to our boy, uh, Andrew Plotkin, uh, my former tour manager, and the number one star in all of our hearts. So thank you guys so much. And obviously, oh, wait, real quick. I have a little bit of are traveling. Yes. So. Uh, I'll be in Chicago tomorrow and tomorrow at four o'clock. If you're in Chicago, or if you happen to see this before four o'clock tomorrow, I will be at the juice world mural. And if you pull up with a mask, you can be in my next music video. That's what, that's what's up right there. So good luck. Uh, good luck with the shoot break a leg as they say, uh, um, I've done it before. Break. Oh. Yeah. You fucking have we'll have to talk about that on here. One yeah, day. One day. Uh, you got video and pictures and the whole fucking thing. You did a music video about it. There'll be yep. a thing. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so dude, uh, safe travels, uh, obviously, um, 
it's it should be good to go home, but but be safe and stay warm yeah. and all that shit. Uh, and again, big shout, big thanks to our guests. Uh, if you guys are new uh, listeners um, or uh, viewers, thank you guys so much for tuning in and checking us out. Uh, this is Failure Made Monsters. You can go to failuremademonsters.com to find a link to our YouTube, the Mainstream Misfits channel. Subscribe, hit the notification bell, or follow Santino the Misfit or Dane the Great on Twitch, preferably both. Preferably do all of those. Um, and of course, you can follow us on, on Instagram and all that jazz. But if you want to watch this, it's YouTube and Twitch. Um, so check it out, failuremademonsters.com. And if you want to listen to the audio-only version available on uh, Spotify and Apple and all that happy horse shit, failuremademonsters.com as well with all the links. So that's oh. where we're at. We will see you next Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, because that's how time that's zones work. work. Hey. Uh, so stay safe out there. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Big shout again to our guests and to our listeners. And we love you. We're out of here.